you are a holistic professional who is here to change the world, and your time is now. But how do world-changing holistic professionals grow and scale a thriving business on their own terms, working less than they're working now, without sacrificing their lifestyle and freedom, and actually having the impact their soul desires? Inside this podcast, we dive deep into making this possible for you. Our mission is to help you create a successful million-dollar business so you can have more impact in the world, and that starts with a scalable signature program. I'm Shelly Ryuta. Welcome to the Holistic Millionaire Podcast, ready to change the world. Let's go. Welcome, welcome, everybody, to the Holistic Millionaire Podcast. So excited to connect with you today. Today is a special episode because I am heading to London, England. And so what I've done is hand-picked our best personal growth and transformation calls. And so we are going to give you a treat. These are the most favorite audio sessions that we have in the Holistic Business School that create these amazing shifts and rapid transformation and big leaps in the Holistic Business School students in their business. So I can't wait to share this compilation with you and I can't wait to share what's going to happen on my trip to London. I look forward to seeing you soon. Hello, hello. I am so excited to connect with you for the personal growth and transformation session for today. The topic will be the three top things that I learned from my meeting with the Dalai Lama. So many of you know that I, through a series of events, I was able to meet in a Zoom meeting with a really special group of women from around the world on, this was on Tuesday night. So, and actually my first thing that I learned is actually how that meeting came to be, like how the synchronicities and our unfoldings happen. So the first thing I learned from the whole situation unfolding is the power of intention, the power of what you focus on, what you intend. And this is why I talk so much about clarifying your vision and your mission, reading it every single day, staying focused on it, moving towards it. Your 90-day goals, your day-to-day actions are moving you towards that bigger vision and bigger mission. The power of clarifying, intending, talking about, focusing on, taking risks to continue to move in the direction despite challenges, obstacles, things that appear, which oftentimes it's like a mirage or maybe not so much a mirage because they're very real things that are happening in your life, right? And one of the things that I talk about at our, if we would be physically in person, I would be showing you this. So I'm going to kind of talk it out so you can visually see. So And if you're listening to me, if you want to just stand up wherever you are, if you're in a room where you actually can physically do this, this can be very powerful. So if you stand up in a room where you could walk a few feet across the room and imagine that your vision and your mission is across the room and that as you take each step, so imagine just taking your first step, and what starts to happen as you move towards your vision and your mission is things can start to happen on the periphery. 
And these are things with your family members. There are things with the people closest to you. It could be a physical challenge with yourself, with someone you love, a car accident. I mean, just you name it. So many different things can happen. So if you can imagine, you take a step towards your mission and your vision, and all of a sudden, this big explosion happens to your left or to your right. This is something happening in your life. Here's how I want you to navigate things like that, because they're going to continue to happen as you move towards your vision and your mission. I'd love for you to pivot, address that situation to the best of your ability in the physical, right? You know, attend to it and then pivot yourself back and continue to take those steps forward with your mission, right? Here's what a lot of people do, a lot of holistic professionals do that get them off track. They actually turn to the left where that situation is. They get off of their path. They go traveling down that path of that situation and they get immersed in that situation. They, it distracts them. They fully go into it and they have reason to do it, right? Because it's a very serious situation. I always tell the story of my dad was my best teacher in learning this skill because he would have so many physical issues. He'd be in the hospital. He'd be at the brink of dying. And it was so dramatic and it was so difficult for me to stay focused on what I was doing. But because it happened so much, I actually got to practice being able to do this. And so going to the left, focusing on it, attending to it in the way that you need to, and then pivot back onto your path and continue to step forward. Keep your momentum, even if it's the smallest thing forward. For me, it would be writing my blog for 10 minutes, you know, like any little thing that I could think of on my 90-day goals that I could take an incremental step forward. You know, I was in the hospital waiting room and I would write my newsletter or I would reach out to a potential client or work on an upcoming workshop. Whatever I could do and focus on, I would do. Because what's happening is you're learning the muscle and the discipline of staying focused on your North Star no matter what happens. And this is such a beautiful skill set. It's going to serve you and it's going to allow you to get to places in your life that up until this point you weren't able to get to. And the good news is your family gets to experience those extraordinary blessings and gifts that are kind of the overflow of what starts to happen in your life as you manifest your vision. It leads to magical, amazing things not only for yourself, but your family member, your immediate family member, your extended family members. There's ripple effects of blessings that get to happen as you manifest your vision. So you want to keep that in mind because oftentimes the challenges that are happen are people near and dear to your heart. But if you can think of it, and this is a good way to begin to understand it, is you're learning to align consistently with your authentic self, your essence, and you're learning the muscle of staying there and being unwavering with it and just grounding into it and saying, this is who I am, this is where I'm going, 
I'm anchoring myself here. Nothing is going to pull me off into my conditioned self. And what happens is you become a beacon of light and love, inspiration for your family members, for your friends, for your community. And what all people need oftentimes is a beacon. They need you as a touchstone. You might be the only positive person in their life of something greater than what they're experiencing. And them watching you, looking at you, seeing what's unfolding for you could be the very thing that they need to line up with their authentic self, to go towards their vision and mission. And so this is why I want you to really get how important you staying the course means. So that power of that intention, the power of that consistent focus and courage to stay the course unlocks these opportunities, magic, miracles, and they can happen so quickly. You can be in one state of mind and refocus yourself the next day and the whole landscape changes. And that situation with a family member or friend starts to resolve itself. It's so amazing how this works. So your job, your number one job is to stay focused, stay aligned, no matter what. So that learning for me, so getting back to the power of intention, is clarifying our bigger mission to support female empowerment globally. And this was really a powerful clarification of our mission. One of the things I always ask myself over and over again with, if I can make an impact on the planet, where do I see the challenges? What do I believe would move the needle forward in consciousness, in shifts on the planet? And one of the things I just saw was female empowerment and female, we need female leadership globally, right? to solve the challenges, to move shifts in consciousness. And we're going to talk about what does feminine leadership mean today as well, because the funny thing is that Dalai Lama embodies feminine leadership, and he's a man. So this is beautiful how this works. So the power of attention is us clarifying our mission and our vision opened up the direct opportunity that would put me in a room, a room full of, so the the group that hosted the Dalai Lama was a group, it's the Nobel Women's Initiative, and it was started in, I think, 1979, or actually, I don't know the exact date it started, but it was started by Jody Williams, who is a Nobel Prize Peace winner, and she won it, I think, in 1979. And at a certain point in time, she said, hey, let's get all the female Nobel Prize Peace winners. Let's start an organization where we collectively work together to address these global issues, like the power. And this is how women do things. They collaborate, right? And so she started this organization And they're working on climate change. They're working on addressing global issues of women's oppression, women struggling with empowerment because of authoritarian regimes. So it's focused just on what our intention was. So I had reconnected with a mentor, was part of a healing circle on Saturdays. And through our dialogue, she's like, I'd really love to invite you to this session 
with this group and she explained the group and she's like, I can invite a certain amount of people and I would really love to invite you. And it wasn't, she had no idea what the clarification of our vision and mission had been, which was so interesting. And so when I looked, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is totally up our alley. This is totally the direction we're moving in. So then when I'm in the meeting on Tuesday and they start talking about all these topics, I was like, I would have stayed on that Zoom session the entire night because it was just so where my spirit wants to be, wants to address. And so when we talk about female empowerment and how that relates to each and every one of you, it's you stepping into your bigger, bolder version of you, you staying aligned with your mission. This is female empowerment. And this is what you're stepping into. And this is bringing the values of feminine leadership into the world in a bigger way. The values of compassion, the values of really doing things collaboratively. They talked on Tuesday night this whole concept of eliminating war. Like, look at how much tragedy and loss has been experienced from countries going to war with one another. And we as women, we're like, Stop the madness, right? There's other ways we can resolve conflicts besides killing one another, which just seems so insane, really. And this is this feminine leadership and this is female empowerment where people come to the table and say, let's work it out. Let's resolve these things. We do not have to fight and have power over one another. We can work collaboratively with one another. So number one, what I learned is the power of intention. The second thing that I learned that was so powerful is one of the Nobel Prize Peace winners, and I need to, her name is very difficult to pronounce, so I can't pronounce it. I'll figure it out because I need to speak her name. She is from Yemen, and she won the Nobel Peace Prize in 2011, and she won it for, in apparently in Yemen, It has, like, an authoritarian regime, very, very oppressive to women, probably the most oppressive environment for women in the world. She, mother of four, has taken a stand in that country and stood up to the regime, daily protest, gathering up people to protest, and she has impacted change and won the Nobel Peace Prize, which then allows her to make even more of a difference, right? It is a complete miracle that she is still alive today. And the message in that, and one of the women said in the meeting, because everyone is very inspired by her, she's a very passionate speaker, and one of the women said the courage that she has and had to do that, each and every one of you You have that courage in you right now. And then I'm adding to it right now, which is you are not in a situation where your basic rights, you don't even have these basic rights as a woman in a very authoritarian country. You're living in a free country and you have more autonomy, freedom of expression. You can move in the directions that you want to. So what ended up happening is throughout the night, I kept waking up and writing down quotes and notes and insights. So this is the one that has been staying with me is the power is your power is there. You have to claim it. Your personal power and ability to impact 
your holistic business, impact your life, move it in different directions, impact those around you is there, but you have to claim it. You have to activate it. You have to step into it. That's why we're talking about the bigger, bolder version of you. It's that you stepping into your power, you not retreating from it, pushing it down, mitigating it, getting distracted by other things that diminish your power. So the learning is, for number two, what I learned from that meeting is the power of one person. And we also have learned that with Greta Thunberg, who is highlighted taking action around climate change. This is a 16, I think she's a bit older now, but at the time, a 16-year-old teenager gets the entire world to focus on climate change. And it was a matter of her courage, her stepping forward with something she was passionate about and really wanted to sound the alarm and say, hey, everybody, this is, we need to focus. We need to do something. And she's going to change the course of humanity for her courage, for her ability to step in when it was very difficult to do the protesting, to gather people around her, to keep saying the message over and over again. And when she, you know, many of you have seen her talk to the UN, she's calling people out. She's admonishing them for their lack of action. And anger, when it's coming from the authentic self, which is what we call righteous anger, which is anger in the face of injustice, anger in the face of changing something that is hurting people or that has the potential to hurt people down the road is a very productive anger. So number two, the learning is stepping into your power. The power is there. You have to claim it. And number three, the power of compassion and loving kindness. And the Dalai Lama kept saying, which is going back to um, really number two. So let me just circle back to that for a moment. Then I'm going to go to number three. What he kept saying over and over again is women need to step forward. Women need to step forward. They were talking about how he and Archbishop Desmond Tutu, they both have commented that men have made a mess of the world and women need to step forward and clean it up and move us in a different direction. They have very openly shared that. So he just kept saying women need to step up and women need to go into places of leadership and really step up into those leadership positions and because of the compassion and doing it in a way that is what we call feminine leadership, which is compassionate, empathetic, and also collaborative. The other leaders that I've been following are the Prime Minister of New Zealand and also the, I think it's called the Prime Minister as well in Finland, and the leaders in Finland are all female and they go into the sauna with one another. These are the leaders of the different parties in Finland, and they go into the sauna and they collaborate with one another. What a concept (laughs) in politics, right? Let's talk about our differences. Let's work it out. Let's understand one another and make this even better. This is feminine leadership. So that is number three, is that feminine leadership, stepping in, women need to step forward, stepping into feminine leadership, compassion, loving kindness. I was watching, there's a documentary about the Dalai Lama called The Last Dalai Lama, and it was very moving 
one of the, I don't know if it's a friend of the Dalai Lama, but at one point he was captured by the Chinese and was in a prison camp for many years and was being tortured. And now he's with the Dalai Lama, but they were interviewing him. He's very frail and older, but it's such a, you could just feel his spirit, his radiant spirit through his physical body, which was so amazing. And he was sharing in the prison. One of the things that really helped sustain him in the prison was the message from the Dalai Lama is to always maintain compassion because compassion is a connection to your humanity. So here he is in the most difficult situation that it would be very easy to lose compassion for people that actually are torturing you, hurting you, where they have a lack of compassion, right? But that compassion, and I remember learning this from my mentors as well, is when you're in your authentic self and someone comes at you with their conditioned self, if you move into judgment, you go right down and align with your conditioned self and you're toe-to-toe in that same energetic frequency as the person in the conditioned self who's hurting you or judging you or doing something unkind. Whereas if you stay in compassion with that other person who's been activated into their uh, conditioned self, you are able to be much more productive in that situation, right? And it stays you in connection Just like that person was saying, it connects you to your heart. It connects you to your humanity. So he said that is actually what allowed him to survive and maintain that connection to his humanity is to maintain compassion for the Chinese, for the prison guards. And I thought that would just blew me away, the consciousness of that sharing. But this is feminine leadership. This is a very deep connection to compassion, and it's a compassion that can take a stand when other people are being hurt. It can be compassion to move the needle forward. Compassion, this doesn't mean not having boundaries, too, because this is where women, because they are compassionate, can struggle with setting boundaries with family members or friends or even clients saying this is unacceptable, right? This is unacceptable. I am not available to do that or this is not okay for you to treat me this way. I'm not available for that. So compassion can have very clear, strong boundaries as well. So that stepping into what's going to create change in the world is feminine leadership. And this is women stepping into their empowerment, stepping into leadership position. But remember what I was saying, the Dalai Lama is demonstrating feminine leadership. Patrick, my beloved, is so on board with feminine leadership. Ever since we started dating, it was like feminine leadership. He worked at the university and his supervisor had was did a feminine leadership model. She probably didn't say that. But his experience of it was so positive that he was like, this is what makes sense to me. This is what makes sense to my heart. And so he was able to be with me on the call on Tuesday, which was amazing. And he was like right in there with what everything that they were talking about. And so stepping into feminine leadership 
And it starts with each and every one of you, right? And stepping into alignment with leading from your authentic self, leading from your heart, leading from your compassion, and leading from your strength, right? Because women are also strong. So it's really embodying all the different elements of stepping into that bigger, bolder version of you, stepping into that full expression and moving in the direction of your big vision because as each and every one of you moves towards your big vision, you, in manifesting that big vision, you're going to transform the world. And also, your life is going to transform. You're elevating your consciousness to a higher vibrational field and every aspect of your life is going to improve. Every aspect of your family's life is going to improve. Every aspect of your extended family's life is going to improve. The ripple effect is incredible. This is why I want each and every one of you to stay the course. Do not let anything take you off your focus here. So sending you big love. I am sure I'll be sharing more about what happened for in that call just because I'm still getting insights and breakthroughs from that experience today and I'm sure that will continue. So sending you big love. I can't wait to connect with you on the next session. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We are so grateful you're here, taking the steps to become a world-changing holistic millionaire. If you love today's content, leave us a review on your favorite podcast listening platform and share your biggest takeaway. From there, screenshot your review, share it on your Instagram or Facebook stories, and don't forget to tag us. Every single month, we feature an amazing listener of the podcast who's given a review, and we want to make sure to highlight you, so make sure to leave your review. Stay committed to your mission and stay aligned with your authentic self. Together, we can change the world. I'll look forward to seeing you in next week's episode.